welcome to What's My Age Again, a lifestyle podcast for those of us who are older than young. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hello, hello. It's recording day. Yay. We're a couple couple days behind. Yeah, it's fine, though. But nobody knows because it comes out on the same day. Right. You'll get it (laughs) Behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like it's been... A week that needs this episode. Yeah. Agreed. You know? It is. What a way that the year is starting off, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a way. Yeah. So today uh, we are talking about taking care of your emotional self. Mm-hmm. So like emotional wellness. Yep. I need this episode. What that looks like. <laughs> how to tend to your, how to tend to your needs. How to identify maybe yes. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And prioritize. It's so important to prioritize your emotional needs. Yeah. Like, do you ever just find yourself in, like, one of those headspaces or moods where it's, like, the slightest thing just irritates the ever-living shit out of you? Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah. and like, sometimes... Well, yes, Sarah. Yes, I do. <laughs> Speaking of, if you could shut up right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and And, like, sometimes it takes me a minute to realize oh this is a me problem they're not being annoying right i'm just like tapped out emotionally and with what i can handle right now and so now like the smallest things are just pushing me over the edge and i need to like take a step back Mm -hmm. and take care of myself yeah Yeah. i totally saw a meme about that very similar to that Mm -hmm. it's where this woman is googling what she considers the symptoms of her man in her life (laughs) and she's like what is his problem she's googling the symptoms and it comes up she's like oh i'm the red flag it's me it's not the problem (laughs) hi it's me yeah thanks Uh, taylor for that song hi i'm kidding it was totally me this week i definitely had a very grumpy grumpy day i i was tired i just was drained emotionally from you know, I'm doing real good keeping other people's emotional issues out of my stressors. I'm really failing so far. But um, and my mister came over and I was just like, I'm grouchy and you don't want to be here. And it was so sweet because he's like, I want to be with you whether you're grouchy or happy. I don't care. Right. And I just thought I thought that was so sweet. But I was like, right. <laughs> like, why am I letting all this crap make me feel like shit? Yeah, when I when there's other things to focus on, like it's emotional just leakage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when when I think too, when we get in these moods, we we feel unlovable. Like I know for me, when I get in a mood or I'm irritable, I immediately go to I'm not worth. Who would want to be around me right now? One hundred percent. I'm a monster, and we have to in those. <laughs> we have to in Rawr. those in those moments. <laughs> remind ourselves that like both things are true you can feel like a monster and you are still worthy of love and attention and people still want to be around you the people that want to be around that don't want to be around you when you're in those moments then like maybe you should consider their value (laughs) in in your (laughs) life the people yes. that truly value who you are and and what you offer as as like a mutual friend like those are the ones that you want to keep around and yeah. are are 
still going to love you in your ugly moments <laughs> and understand and, that it's a passing moment. And that's what yeah. was so crazy for me in that moment, because I've never experienced a relationship um, where I've had that unconditional good times and bad, mm-hmm. like reciprocal, unconditional love, except with friends, obviously, yeah. but like not from a not from like a love significant other yeah right right and so I'm so used to clamming up and like I literally was like don't bother coming over tonight I'll see you tomorrow and he still was like hi I'm coming over (laughs) right yeah Yeah. unless you're identifying a moment where you really do need to be alone yeah you do need to take space right right? no this was purely I just was like I'm not my best self you don't want this run for it I'm probably gonna yell at you for something stupid but um (laughs) which is which I'm apologizing for now and I realize it's not okay (laughs) just know that it's not you (laughs) yeah like this I know I'm a problem right now. And yeah. I mean, at least you have the self-awareness <laughs> for Oh, that. for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I can feel it. I have to like, I, you know, I definitely find myself apologizing to Tom a lot and just being like, I'm sorry I reacted that way in the moment. Like, you did not do anything wrong. I am just not in a great headspace. And so, like, I need, I just need you to either, like, handle the fact that I'm going to respond incorrectly or your other option is to hide. Yeah. <laughs> or or also like like know that your response is perfectly like fine. Yeah. But maybe just in this time because I'm in this headspace like respond differently. Yeah. Handle with grace. Yeah, like yeah. Ha- or handle with care. Fragile, fragile, fragile. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> contents may explode under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that needs to be on merch. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that's, that's another merch. T-shirt. Yeah. Hashtag merch. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I think that also remembering in our nasty moments when we're just like want to spit fire. To also allow ourselves to be in that space and feel those feelings. And even if they're, if, even if you're not clear as to why they're coming up, if you can just grasp onto kindness with your significant other or your friends, like as long as you can feel your feelings and still be kind to the people around you, they're going to have more grace for when you're in those moments. Mm-hmm. Totally. And you know, the people that really take the time and invest in you to know you and know who you are are going to understand that like, like my thing is I had so much housework and like laundry to catch up on after the holidays because I spent most of it um, at the mister's house. So now that I'm back home, I'm like overwhelmed because I am someone who's super impacted by my environment. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like my home is my temple. It needs to be a certain way. Things need to be done. I need to feel at peace and ease. Mm -hmm. And if there's any disarray like it affects me I don't know if that's part of my empath or what like but this the energy of my home needs to be in order yeah and when it's off I'm off mm-hmm. and it's it's horrible and I feel bad about it but it's who I am <laughs> I'm so glad you're bringing that up and if I may I'd like to share a quick story that's very similar to do it do it yes so last weekend I okay so I get like I think after the holidays, everybody's house is a little upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were in that like relaxation funk. And then it was like, bam, we're back to work. And when we're at work, 
you know, we're working, we get home, do we want to spend hours like tending to the home? Not necessarily. So by the, right. So by the end of the week, you're like, holy shit, my house is upside down. And now I'm spending the rest of the weekend cleaning it. right? Right. When we should be resting or playing or whatever, enjoying life. And so it was Saturday and the plan was we were going to go have brunch with a friend and then we were going to go to Washington Baths. Um, it's a little public sauna in Portland, which is amazing. Ooh. And it's something Let's that- I'll set that up next time I'm there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's something that I've been wanting to do with Kim for a while now. And so that was the plan. And I get up and our house is about, like, there's laundry to do, there's dishes to do, there's floors to clean, whatever. And I had an absolute meltdown. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, we can't go have fun. We have shit to do. Like the house is a mess. We can't go. Like, why are we spending time going to do all of these frivolous things when there's so much that needs to be done at home, right? Having an absolute meltdown. I identify with this. I totally get it. Mm -hmm. I feel you, sister. So I started crying. (laughs) And I'm like, I just don't know what's wrong with me right now. I can't really identify what what is being triggered right now because I like I almost felt like I was frozen in space. Like I couldn't make the decision to either say, no, I don't want to go or yes, I want to go. All I knew was my next move needed to be eating because I could, the only thing I could connect with was, oh, I'm hungry. (laughs) So Kim's (laughs) like, okay. Angry. (laughs) Yeah. So Kim's like, okay, let's go get, let's at least go get breakfast. We'll bring the things that we need for the sauna in case you decide that you do want to do that. And so on the car ride there, I'm like, why am I like stewing about this? Why can't I just go have fun? Just relax. Right? Why yeah. can't I let myself go do this? And she's like, well, it sounds like there's a part of you that's really hurting. And then. Oh my God, in, is she intuitive? Yeah. And I then that. in that moment, all of a sudden I got flooded with all of these memories of being uh, a kid or a teenager mm. where I was berated for not cleaning before I left the house or decided to go play and got a phone call that I left crumbs on the fucking counter and oh, I need to get home right now. I'm grounded. Like whatever it may be, right? Ugh, like yeah. just absolutely berated for not having things absolutely spotless before I went and had fun. Like I couldn't I got in trouble for having fun versus making sure things were orderly. And right, right. you can't tell me for a minute that that's not still in my body, yeah. right? Like that's still very much alive in my body. And it's hard for me to step away from <laughs> the thought of getting in trouble. Like I'm an adult. I, I run my own household. Like I'm not going to get in trouble for yeah. not – not having my floors clean enough to eat off of them before I go have fun with my friends. Right. Yeah. I like, I feel that so hard because (laughs) like, I think that. So two things come to my mind when you're talking about this, like, so I have like this obsession with like narrative memory versus cellular memory Mm -hmm. because of like my PTSD stuff that I deal with. Yep. And like, what you're talking about is like 
cellular memory, right? Like you don't cognitively process that like, if I don't do this, I get in trouble, but your body remembers it. Absolutely. hundred percent. And so you have that reaction and like that happens to me a lot. Another thing is I have this conversation with my therapist a lot. Like I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. I do something that upsets my mom. I can't get in trouble for it. Right. Right. Sure. Like it might hurt her feelings and she won't understand in the moment. Mm-hmm. But like I get so concerned about not letting her down. Yeah. That like I sacrifice my own happiness, well-being, what I really want to do Absolutely. in order to make sure that like, you know, um, so that I don't get the guilt trip, the, you know, whatever it is that's going to come next. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, yeah, girl, I like feel that so much. So when I talked to my therapist about it this week, you know, she was like, I was like, I just, you know, I was sitting on the floor and I'm crying and I just couldn't figure out like what, what is happening to my body? Why can't I make this decision to stay or go or clean or play? And she's like, well, your body's remembering terror. Like you're you're in a terror state. Like your body's Mm. remembering that you used to get in a lot of trouble if you made that decision right? If you made the decision to play versus clean. So yeah. Wild you know, I stuff. Never, I never put this together. And Susie, thank you for sharing that <laughs> yeah. because I never seriously piece this. I'm going to get deep for a second. Yeah. Um, growing up, Sarah knows how I grew up very much. Yeah. And um, I'm going to say it right now, like my relationship with my father is now different and I have more grace for it because I know as a parent, you're just figuring things out. We all have our own demons. We all have our low moments. Yep. We all have our seasons. So I'm going to start with that. But past that, I have a very vivid memory of when I was little and I was told to clean my room. Now I had a playroom and I had my bedroom and I was not allowed to have toys in my room. And I maybe was in first or second grade. And I remember I I was just like so into baby dolls. They were my favorite thing. And I would bring one up from my playroom at night and wrap it like in a baby swaddle and I'd sleep with it, like pretending I'm the mommy and I have my baby in the bed. Mm -hmm. And that was just what I did. But I would sneak it because I wasn't allowed to bring my toys upstairs. And I would hide it in my bedroom cabinet like so I had a dresser with a cabinet on top so I'd open the cabinet and put the baby doll in there yeah like I rearranged the shelves so she'd fit and everything well my dad found her in my room one day and flipped out on me pulled all the dresser drawers out dumped all my clothes on the floor pulled everything off my shelves made a huge mess in the middle of my room and then made me clean it up because Uh. I brought because I brought one of my toys upstairs and that's might be the root cause of why I feel like I can't do something without everything being in order because I have this like trauma response. hundred percent. And I I never, never in my life once. And again, dad, if you ever listen to this, understand, like I'm giving you grace. It probably had nothing to do with me. I don't know what it was really about on your end, but I'm just sharing my side and my truth that that affected me clearly because I have a real hard time. Yep. Like my house, like if I show you my tea drawer, it is OCD. Every tea has its own little slot. Like I, everything has to have its perfect place. And I think that's something that's been ingrained in me. Yep. That everything needs to have a home. And now if I'm in someone else's house, it doesn't bother me. Right. 
Right, because you're, you're not right. getting in trouble there. It's not your right. responsibility. It's not, not my responsibility, but like my my little control, like of my piece of yep. earth, like I feel like it has to be in such a way yep. to feel peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. It goes way back. <laughs> it goes way, way back. I don't think that it necessarily is something that we have just developed in our personality that we like things tidy. It's like we... Have a toddler. You were not born wanting things tidy. Tidy. That's right. Like, that is not an instinctual. That's right. thing. Well, that's you know, and that's what my therapist said. That had like that gave me this incredible release of emotion moment where she was just like, "Kids leave crumbs." That's all she mm-hmm. said, and I just lost it because I don't think I was allowed to leave crumbs. You know, like well, you didn't have that grace. I didn't have that grace, but I also didn't really get to be a kid either right so when she said kids have kids leave crumbs I'm like oh yeah I didn't actually I do something wrong I didn't right and I also I was a kid but I wasn't able to fully fully embody what it's like to be a, a kid in a safe environment yeah so like so Nyla is super funny because you know, I mean, like, this is my first time having a child. Um, and so I'm like watching some of these things. And it's just so interesting to me. So like, for example, um, she loves a snack on the car ride home. As soon as I'm buckling in her car seat, she's like, snack, snack, <laughs> snack. <laughs> and I'm like, Aww. I'm like, okay, so I try to have like those food pouches. Mm-hmm. Or uh, crackers, like something that I know she can't choke on while I'm driving. I don't know. I'm a little paranoid about that. Like, I don't want her <laughs> chewing stuff. Um so I give her her food pouchy and then, and we're driving and all of a sudden I hear, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, and I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, what the God, uh-oh. I love her. I know, so she's so cute. <laughs> and she's like, and I can see her because I have like one of those mirror things. So yeah. I can see her through my rear view mirror. And she's going like, uh-oh. Oh, I was like, oh. uh-oh, did you make a mess? And she's like, yeah. I was like, that's okay. I was like, we'll clean it when we get home. Yeah. She does not love like making messes. Oh. Um, so it's just like it's so funny to me, but I just like I'm in that moment I was like, okay, like you can get like, oh, I gotta clean up her car seat when we get home, or just that's okay, messes happen. We'll mm-hmm. clean it up when we get home. Yeah. Um, she also just watches me. It's so crazy, like how you like you know that that's supposed to be what's happening, but you don't like register with it. And so, like, just like th- speaking about being tidy, so I will like change her diaper or she'll finish eating a snack that comes in like a little, like she eats the, those muffin things. Yeah. And I just give her the bag. I like, t- I cut the top off of it so she can just pull them out and eat them. And then when she's done, like, I'll be like, all done. And she's like, yeah. It's like, okay, mama have your trash and I'll take her trash and I go put it in the trash can. Well, now what she started doing is, and after we change her diaper, everything, she gets up and she picks up either the dirty diaper or the the trash. She goes trash. And I'm like, yep, that's trash. And then, she just walks away and she goes to the kitchen and opens the trash can herself and puts it in there. <laughs> and she just did it one day. And I was like, what? I was like, did you cheat her that? He's like, no. Oh. So, it, it, and then like, she like, you know, she spills our kids, they spill stuff. So she like spilled something. And I like got down on the living room floor and I took like a wipe and I like wiped it up. We have this plastic mat for her so that like stuff doesn't get in the carpet. And I wiped it up. So now she'll be like, uh Oh, mess wipe and so she like will 
ask for a baby wipe and she'll go and wipe up her mess. That's cute. That's cute. I love that. Like there's, like, there's teaching your kids how to be cleanly, right? And then right. there's just like get your dam- ass back here. Then and there's clean like this up. damaging yeah. ways of I doing feel it. like I feel like when you're teaching through example, that's the healthiest way to right. do it. Like yeah. I yeah. Gino is a very um old soul. So he's never been the child I can say, go do this. And he went through the why stage like you wouldn't believe. Well, why yeah. Why do we do it this way? Why do we do it that way? Why are we doing this? What's the point of this? He's that kid. And I never got mad. Like I will say his father grew up with a very old school Italian family, um, as did I. But it was just they were very – how do I put this? Just very like because I said so, because I'm the adult. Like this mm-hmm. is how it is. Mm-hmm. And Dictatorial. Right. 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 Which is everybody has different parenting styles. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but that's just the difference between us. I grew up with my grandmother leading because my, both my parents worked full time and my dad was gone on a ship. So it was mostly my grandmother. And she just had a very soft way and would explain things to me and show me how to do things and was just more gentle. So mm-hmm. I think that's where I get it from. So when Gina would ask why, I have no problem saying, well, these are the options of how we could do this. This is why I choose this option. You have the right to choose your option, but I hope you understand where I'm coming from that this is a better option for you. So I always try to explain it and take yeah. the time to do it because he needed to understand it. And I have to say, like, he's he's nine now, and I think – this is going to sound so sexist. I think all boys get to a stage during, like, the beginning of puberty and whatnot where they forget everything. You give them three tasks they do half of one and forgot everything else like it Mm. I think it's just part of their genetic disposition (laughs) they've got other things on their mind oh (laughs) lord help me so where we've regressed as of late but for the most part um he surprises me sometimes and just does things like like I took the trash out last night and I come back up and there's a trash can in the trash bag or what's that mean? No <laughs> Actually, that would make sense. But no, there was a trash bag in the trash can. and I didn't have to ask him to put it in for me. Yeah. He yeah. can't lift the trash and take it down the stairs yet because we're on, you know, townhouse and we're on mm-hmm. the second floor of the living space. But like he does what he can. And it, I was like, I really appreciate that you did that without me asking. You saw a need. You knew it had to be done and you did it. Thank you. So I make mm-hmm. it a point to identify it. And I think that helps build his self-confidence. Yeah. Those right. decision-making and- skills. Instead of only punishing when they do something they shouldn't do, like offer praise and encouragement when they do something they are. Yeah. 100% positive reinforcement. Yeah. I, think I it's mean, so important. this is going to sound so ridiculous, but um, like that's how I trained my dog. Yeah. It well, doesn't sound ridiculous. That was no, on my mind too. Yeah. Works with children, animals, boyfriends, yeah. husbands, works with everybody, girlfriends. I, I mean, I am very food motivated. You want me to do something appropriate? <laughs> give me a treat. Like, give, give me, me a treat. treat. <laughs> Feed me and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you want the kitchen clean? Tell me we're having a taco night or something. I don't know. Like, I'm just bend, you know. bend me over the counter after. Show me I'm a good girl. Oh my god. Oh my. Wow. I mean, everybody has their things that made they them do. feel they do. appreciated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, circling back around to like the point of this episode. Yeah. Which um. is taking care of like our emotional wellness. So I like. I pulled up um, the NIH uh, website, which is the National um, Institutes of Health, Mm -hmm. and I found this article on there, um, which is like the six strategies for improving your emotional health. 
Um, we'll include a link to this because I think it's really kind of cool and we, and there's too much information to go through all of it, but they have six things. There's build resilience, reduce stress, get quality sleep, cope with loss, strengthen emotional connection or sorry, strengthen social connections Mm -hmm. and be mindful. So I think like what we're doing right now is a prime example of strengthening social connections. Yeah. You know, like when, and we were talking earlier about like, if I'm in this kind of way, like don't come over. Right. No, you actually, you need the social interactions. Yeah. Sometimes you need people to help like pull you out of it. Totally. So, um, if I didn't make that choice to go to brunch, I wouldn't have done any of that processing as in such a healthy way. And I did go to the sauna because after I came out of it with my friends at brunch and had a great time, I was Mm -hmm. able to move to the next thing. So I think the social connection is definitely, even when we feel like we desperately just want to be alone, Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily the healthiest thing. I mean, sometimes like Mm -hmm. we like, Jessica calls it her turtle phase. Like she kind of like turtles. I'm such a turtle. When things like go wrong, she's like, I'm turtling right now. I'm aware of it, but, um, but that's how I, I need to though. That's yeah. like, like talk about self-awareness. Like I know I'm doing it. I know I need it. I warn the people close to me it's happening. And like the people who've been in my life and seen me cycle through things know, but I have to say, thank God you went to brunch. Cause yeah. if you didn't go to brunch, you wouldn't have had that realization. Then you mm-hmm. wouldn't have shared it here. And then it wouldn't yeah. have just tapped into me. And seriously, I think that's a big breakthrough for me to like, I don't, this yeah. is big. This is really to understand. Yeah. And I am so appreciative you went to brunch. <laughs> I Me mean, too. I don't it mean to delicious. circle it back to this, but highly food motivated. <laughs> Same. Kim Kim has trained you well. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Thanks, Thanks babe. babe. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, but like, so like for I just want to go through a couple of yeah, these, please not all do. of them. I'm here for it. But like since we're talking about like social support. Um, which is basically what building social connections is. You're building a healthy support system. Mm -hmm. So I love that the first one on here, when you click flip, so see the back of the the card, as it were, it says, build strong relationships with your kids. Oh Oh my gosh, yes. Get active and share good habits with family and friends. Mm -hmm. If you're a family caregiver, ask for help from others. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. like... That's a For big... that one too, like I mean, I'm a caregiver of of a child, and so is and so is my husband. But every once in a while, like I have to look at my husband and be like, like I just need like I just need to go take a shower, mm-hmm. like a long shower. <laughs> are, are you okay? Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like shave the legs. I'm gonna wash the hair. Yeah, all like, the things are happening in there. Like everything <laughs> is happening in there. Learning? So we're not talking about my normal like five to seven minute shower. Right. Like this is gonna probably be like twenty minutes. I need like a time out and identifying your needs and then learning how to properly ask for them yeah is just this a skill that we just have to work at developing well people think that and I talk about this in my book there's a whole like section about how you know strength for me has looked different throughout my life and and my interpretation of what strength is. And during a time I felt like being strong meant I had to shoulder the entire emotional burden of what was happening in my life on my own and shelter the people in my life from knowing like the stuff that was happening. Yeah. And at the time, like that felt like strength to me, like hindsight being what it is. I look back and I'm like, strength is 
being open and honest that like you're not perfect Mm -hmm. and that you're struggling with things and asking for help. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. um, another one I thought was really good on here was building resilience. Um, it just has this little blurb on here that says people who are emotionally well have fewer negative emotions and are able to bounce back from difficulties faster and are able to bounce back from difficulties faster. This quality is called resilience, learning healthy ways to cope and how to draw from resources in your community can help you build resilience. Mm -hmm. And then when you flip the card, it just has these like bullet points on here. So it's like develop healthy physical habits. So that could be eating healthy, physical activity, regular sleep, um, taking time for yourself each day. Um, And I love that it says, Notice the good moments. Do something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, look at problems from different angles. Practice gratitude. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, explore your beliefs about the meaning and purpose of life. Um, they elaborate on that to say, like, think about how to guide your life by the principles that are important to you. And then it says to tap into social connections and community. So surround yourself with positive, healthy people and ask for help when you need it. I hear a trend, right? And it really points back to it takes a village or like find your tribe or we are not meant to be solitary solitary creatures as much as I turtle. Like I do need my turtle moments, my turtle days, but like I need to be able to fall back into my tribe. Yeah. But I I think it's so important for us. And, you know, that's actually one thing I worry about is like our elderly community and our, our, and I hate using the word elderly necessarily for 55 plus because there's some very young 55, (laughs) 65 plus. My mom's in her mid seventies. I'm like, I'm sorry, bitch, you ain't elderly, but technically you are, technically you are, but not my mama. No, she's. I just feel like just don't say that to her face. It does <laughs> close your ears, mother. But I mean, <laughs> I just don't feel like that applies to my mom. But technically, she falls under that. But like, I worry now, and now you should listen, mother. I worry about how my grandmother has passed, and that has been her day to day activity for mm-hmm. years, to taking focus. care of her. Right. And now, what is she gonna do? So I've been checking in on her. Um, when I can again, my my life has been swarmed recently. I feel like you're attacked when you have the biggest intentions. Yeah. Like the world hears your intentions and it comes at you. But yeah. she, um, I'm just I I don't want her to lose focus of making sure she doesn't turtle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like the elderly community, it's harder to make friends. There's not as many social opportunities. You right. got to look for them. Yeah. Like, and, and especially where she's living somewhere, it's just her and my dad. I mean, Sarah, thank God you're around if I need you to go take her to lunch. I know you can. So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, it, it's that community that I think it's very easy for them to slip into loneliness. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a huge epidemic in America that people don't realize. I've watched some documentaries yeah. on it and it's so sad, the depression. And that's what forces a lot of people to give, give up getting out. And like they talk about getting out and moving and making healthy choices. Like mm-hmm. yeah. a lot of people clam up, they stop going out and that's when they like their mind starts to go backwards. They that's start right. losing things. That's um, right. So where it's sharing that we need to keep moving and, and be around people, like I think that's so important especially for the elderly community yeah yeah Yeah. I mean like it's super difficult for me to get off of my ass and go work out but after working out like 
the release of endorphins and you just feel so like good about yourself and like so you know taking a walk doing something that's Mm -hmm. like good for like literally nothing except for your own like body yeah because it's it's cycling that stress out of your body that's how I like to think about exercise now is like oh I'm completing a cycle of stress so that's a good way to look at it right like this mental stress that just came at me that's stressing that's like just like throwing me out of my alignment finishing that cycle by moving my body is just going to help clear those clear and 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 complete those stressors when when I was going through yeah when I was going through my divorce um I lived in this like kind of gated uh apartment community and every day after work I would come home immediately change into some workout clothes throw in my headphones and walk around Mm -hmm. my community I did the perimeter and it was like a mile I think it was and I would listen to music sometimes I would walk and cry um I just like like so like you said it's like cycling the stress out like I would just get out and just be in my thoughts and notice the Spanish moss hanging off the trees the birds Mm -hmm. the like the, the nature around me um you know the other people walking or just get lost in my thoughts like it was just that was my thing that I did to try to help kind of cope with everything that was going on yeah yeah fresh air is good medicine for the soul there's something said for that yeah for sure Kim always says to me you know when we're like well do you want to do a circuit do you want to do a walk do you want like what are we going to do we need to we need to move our bodies and Mm -hmm. I'm always like you know oftentimes I'm like ugh. I'm so tired. Do I don't nothing. want to. Right. And she'll ask me like, have you ever regretted it? Do you think you're going to regret it this time? And like That's the answer is always no. Or like when we go do, you know, if she doesn't say it before, then, you know, we'll do like a hard circuit or we'll go for like a couple mile walk and come back and she'll be like, do you regret that we just did that? And the answer is always no. So like that gets ingrained, you know, if you yeah. have like a little, some sort of way to like, can Kim come be my personal she's a great trainer she's a great coach (laughs) yeah I I would love if she got into some kind of like personal coaching or yeah you know whether it's like physical coaching or if it's just like mental coaching she's uh she's incredible with coaching for sure yeah yeah so what do you ladies do right now when you are in an elevated state um what do you typically reach for or or uh soothe yourself with that's not alcohol (laughs) 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 right because I think I found this I found this meme the other day and I sent it to my friend at work and I was like um it's like bestie I thought you were doing a dry January me I am doing dry January this is a very dry Sauvignon Blanc (laughs) (laughs) That keeps popping up in my algorithms as well. This is a what dry, does that say about us? Right. This is a dry it's martini. A, like, yeah, exactly. This That's is fine. a very brute champagne. Yeah. Like, <laughs> back off. Um, anyways, uh, okay. So for me, it, it changes, mm-hmm. right? It's like not always the same thing. But if I don't take care of myself physically, um, in the sense of like, if I get off the ra- the rails with like my skincare routine mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. um, 
my gosh, like last year I was like, I'm going to be super budget friendly and I am not going to go get a manicure or a pedicure. And I went like six months without getting my nails done. And I know this sounds so silly, but like that hurt me. (laughs) Girl, that doesn't sound silly. I haven't not had my nails done in years because it sparks joy. And I accept that. Like I just felt like I was like, I'm taking care of everyone, but I didn't take care of me. Like I didn't get my hair done during that six months. I didn't get a manicure. I didn't get a pedicure. Like I, I was doing like, I was trying to do some stuff at home, but it never felt as like nice and successful. And so I always felt like I was like, um, messy, mm-hmm. you know, like we yeah. talk about having a messy home. Like I felt my yeah. body was messy. Yeah. Your temple. And, yeah. And so like, you know, I, for me, it's just super important that when I'm feeling like un, unloved, yeah. And uncared for. It's not necessarily coming from Tom. It's coming from me. A hundred percent. That is such good self-awareness. Yes. And I identify with that a hundred percent. Yeah. And it can be sometimes like if if it's like I, ju- I can't go get a manicure right now, but I can take that 20 minute shower. Yeah. And yes. do a hair mask and and do a little bit of some sort of self-care. Yep. Yep. And then also just like picking up the phone and calling my support system. Yeah. Yes. You know. Self-care to me um, looks like a very healthy meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like an intentional day off like today. Like I intentionally yeah. was just like, I'm going to take a Friday off um, for no reason. <laughs> like, Ooh. right. That, that, yeah. and that self-care to me is like just, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to create this open space and see what pops up. Um, yeah. And also dipping it into like, you know, I think when my, if I really look at it, when my brain feels really messy and my space feels really messy and I think about the last time I dipped into my creativity, it's probably been a hot minute. Since mm-hmm. I've picked up my paintbrush and, and created a beautiful painting or, you know. Gra- I need one. I need another one from you. Oh, I would like to put that on order. Okay. <laughs> right, we, need to, we, need to, we need to continue the series. So That's right. when, when Tom and I were getting married, Susie, as, as um, the sh- bridal shower gift, gave me this series of moon paintings. God, and I it was it. the moon phase um, for all of our major milestones. But now I need one for like when Nyla was born. Yeah. I know. I'll do it. I'm on it. Okay. I'm on it. I would I would like the moon phase for our first podcast, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be fun. That would be cool. order. Okay. <laughs> no problem. But yeah, so self-care to me is definitely allowing myself the time and space to get creative because that yeah. really helps me for sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jess? So um, speaking of moons, I have this – like spiritual piece of me that loves staring at a night sky. Like Mm. I'm obsessed. So when I take the dog out at night, I stand there and right now it's cold. So I'm like taking in the cold air in my big big puffy jacket. And it's just, it feels like Georgia. Yeah, I know. It's been damn cold. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, um, it's just, there's something that feels cleansing, like with each breath. Yeah. And mm-hmm. staring at this sky full of stars and I'll stand there and identify different constellations and then check them against my app, see if I got it right. Um, and it's just something that 
clears my mind to like stare at them think about how far away they are think about the people who like named these constellations how long ago that was like it's there's just this this abundance of like something so much bigger than me Mm -hmm. and that's that's you know the solar system we're in has seen so many changes and so many things have happened in it just like I feel like so much has happened in my life so I feel like I don't know I feel like it like cleanses me to stand there in awe of it yeah so just like that time outside even if it's just for like five ten minutes to just like breathe in the night air stare into the sky it is really a spiritual moment for me yeah nice I I like that. that It's so romantic, I know, but <laughs> I just love it. But I think that's um, good to tap in your romance if that's something that. And I love you. that it's it feels romantic, and it's just me. Like it's my own yeah. thing. It's yeah. my romance with my relationship to to the, the earth, like my spiritual mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Yep. Um, that, and then uh, as a basic white girl once said, a bath time with a bath bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That I can't get enough of a bath, and I'm talking when I'm in the bathtub. It could be a solid 45 minutes. You're not hearing from me, oh, wow. like, and I don't prune. I don't know why. I don't know what's in my diet that allows for this, but um, I'm here for it. Uh, so <laughs> that's so funny. It's true. I can't tell you how many times we Facetimed in the tub. Love it. I'm here. <laughs> no shame. Um, so let's also talk about. Our crushes. Yeah. I think some of Ooh. our crushes also this week kind of have been helping us get either creative. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make social connections. Yes. And make healthy eating choices. Oh my gosh. Look at us. We wow. didn't even plan we, this. We didn't plan this at all. We're That's crazy. Just that good. <laughs> We're that good naturally. Don't even have to try. We're playing this month. We are. I love it. Um, so Susie, why don't you start us off? Um, Yeah, real quickly. I mean, so I don't, I'm sure people have heard about the platform Canva. Um, That's the platform that we use. Sarah introduced me to this. Um, It's the platform we use to make our uh, online content and our business logo. Um, It's also the platform that I created my own business logo on. And if you have the premium account, which is like, I don't know, it's like 15 bucks a month or something mm-hmm. for our business owners and creators, it is a hundred percent worth it. Um, they have just like limitless, it's limit, limitless potential. You can yeah. design a website, you can design um, Instagram posts, you can design gift certificates and business cards, um, all kinds of. And they have like really cool templates. Super cute templates. So if you're not super creative like mm-hmm. myself and you need a launching point. Right. Right. Exactly. There's great templates. Um, and then so user friendly. I think that's, like that's the main thing. Yes. They make it very accessible to anyone of any skill level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Even if you just needed to get the premium account for like a month to, des- to, to just design something specific and then you got rid of it or whatever. Like it's, it's just, it's, yeah. it's worth checking out for sure. It is a very user-friendly platform um and I just yeah I could spend hours and hours on it it's just really it lights me up yeah so I used it for um book stuff Mm. um because I made a little sign to take with me when I go and speak places that also has like QR codes on it so people can like buy my book on Amazon or they can like Venmo pay me if I bring copies in person um and I have this like 
yeah, I just made this really cute little sign and it took me no time at all. Um, so I love, I love Canva. And the cool thing about it too, is that you can make different like projects, like different sections. So like the podcast has its own section. Susie's business has a section. My book will have a section, you know, so you can like use it for all these like really cool things. So yeah, love Canva. Yep. It's fantastic. What do you got, Jess? So talking about like strengthening tribes, there's this series of, I guess you could say it's a game. It's more of conversation starters. It's called Table Topics. You can find it on Amazon. Um, I purchased two. So I have one that's like a travel pack that you do with kids. So for like car rides when you have mm. a bunch of kids in the car, um, just conversation starters. And it's nice restaurant. because – Yeah, at a restaurant when you're out to eat. I have not used it with the kids yet. But I like that it will – like I, I had a mini one. Okay, let me back up. I had a mini one that we got in like a Chick-fil-A kids meal. And oh, no, we, used it, we used it on spring break and the kids got so into it because it was just like these random questions. Like if you were to start a restaurant, what would you sell and what would you name it? So it was just like fun and it kept That's the funny. kids off devices and like everyone in the car, like five of us mm. were all into it. So then I came across table topics for couples. And so I got it for my mister and I. And it's, it's actually super cute to like just even leave out on your nightstand. That's where mine lives. Um, well, it lives between my nightstand and his nightstand, but it's this little acrylic box and the different decks have different colors of cards. And I'll just like grab one and read it as an example. And let's hope it's a little more PG. Um, nope. Nope. We're not PG. We're not PG. We're not PG. We're explicit. First of all, listen, Linda. You don't have to answer the question. Just tell us what it is. We're rated R. Listen, Linda. So, so there's, oh, shit. Sorry, Susie got everybody. too excited. Susie, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, my god. Susie gosh. gets so excited over naughty things. Okay. Oh, my God. Jessica. So, sorry. <laughs> All right. So, for the record, it's not just cards like this. Like, it's actually, like, really deep, sweet. Just read it. Okay. So, what's the naughtiest thing? <laughs> what's the naughtiest thing we've done as a couple? I'm going to put that in the front so I remember to pull that tonight. Pass that. So, then you both answer it. And you kind of okay. find out what, what their – Thing that they feel was naughty that they enjoyed and then you share what you did with them okay. that you feel is naughty that you enjoyed and it's funny because things that you think would be their answer isn't necessarily always their answer or they had a memory that you forgot about mm-hmm. it's it's cute I have and an answer just, for that oh what is it um one time we went to a restaurant and got a really crappy meal and the sweet sweet food server put it in a to-go box for us and we uh we booked it out of there without the takeout and she came out running after us and we just kept running. <laughs> oh, Susie. That was naughty. That was so innocent. Susie. I know. I, I know you guys wanted something heavy, really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I got like, we went to this restaurant with some friends and I got these like chicken tenders and I ate none of them because they were obviously like fried in like old gross oil. Okay. And so I had like a bite or two and I couldn't finish them. So then they like, she brought me to a to-go container and then I left it on the table intentionally. I did not want to bring that crap home. And she comes running out of the restaurant. Ma'am, you forgot your yep. takeout. Yep. Oh, and I was God. like, you can keep it. And we just kept going. <laughs> we did not, we did not even acknowledge her existence. And I feel so bad if she's ever listening 
and she was that she like remembers the situation I apologize you were very sweet to chase after us but we like really did not want that nasty <laughs> tilapia it was bad Okay, to be fair, I totally went to a very sexual place with that, and you guys came out so very well. I'm asking questions. I knew knew what you were asking. Yeah, I was going to say, if we're going on, like, naughty in that way, then (laughs) at Christmas time, this isn't even with – I mean – Zach was there, but this is more my friend Christina. Her and I have a klepto problem when we're together. It's only oh when we're together. Gosh. We don't really understand it, but we like to steal it. Jessica. I'm not kidding. No, but it's innocent stuff. Like we they have these cups that a Christmas pop-up that were decorated. I had the name of the the bar, I'm not saying. And then they're decorated <laughs> for Christmas and they're awesome beer pint cups. And oh we my goodness. I have six over there Jessica. on the counter to put away for with my Christmas. No, but we both took so many and it was like oh a game. Oh my God. <laughs> you are, I so am judging you. <laughs> okay. So right. But like, as an example, another card is how would we spend a gift card? $100,000. So then Ooh, you talk fun. about what would we do? So like there's, there's all these things and there's other things like that we- Thought provoking. Yeah. On one, on one night we kept pulling ones if we had kids together. It's like, how would you do this with your children? If you were, ha- have children together, we both look at each other like, what is happening in the universe? We are not having any more kids. We are both just <laughs> fine. So, yeah. so yeah, but it's that's fun. fun. It's very that's thought really provoking. And like, I also am ordering the cocktails one for like when you're out having cocktails with friends. It's like a three piece set with different themes like wine Wednesday, girls night, cocktails with couples. So like you could just grab the to-go pack, take it with you. And it's just something fun. I like yeah, it. yeah. Very cool. Bonding. What about you, Sarah? So um, I know like a lot of people like myself try to do a little bit of a reset after all like the heavy holiday foods and the alcohol and all that stuff. So um, one of the things that I love to do is meal prep. And I try to bring food to work. And even when on the days that I'm working from home, it's still just really nice to be able to just grab something out of the refrigerator and be ready to go. So um, breakfast is a difficult one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've done those breakfast burritos, but that takes a lot of preparation. And so if I'm like in a hurry and I just want like a really good protein rich breakfast, I do hard boiled eggs. Yeah, that's great. And so to make it ridiculously easy, I have the Dash egg cooker. Yeah. It's I love available. Dash I love Dash. They have so many cute little like mini products, like mini waffle maker, mini pancake yeah. maker, breakfast sandwich maker, all these little things. I actually just saw when I was pulling this up on Amazon that they have a rice maker, tabletop rice maker yeah. that has just two cups of rice. Yep. I think I'm going to get that because Nyla loves rice. Yep. Um. So – Anyways, um, it does six eggs at a time. They do have a deluxe version that will do a full dozen. So it's like a double decker. Yep. Um, and you like have a little measuring cup. So you measure exactly how much water needs to go in there based off of are you doing a hard boil or a soft boil. Yep. Um, you put the little lid on. You push the button. You don't even have to like tell at the time. 16 Just minutes. Just does it. And it then it like Magic. does this little song and you know it's done and it automatically turns itself off. So you literally can't burn it. Yep. Um, and they peel perfectly every single time. They you do. don't have to like quickly get it out and throw it in an ice bath or anything like that. Um, and so typically what I do is I don't even peel them. I just put them, I let them cool. And then I put them in like a little baggie or container to bring to work and I peel them at work and the peel comes off perfectly every single time. That's awesome. 
Yeah, my mom my mom got us one of those last Christmas and it was it's it's great. We use it for especially when like we want to make um quick, easy, grab and go stuff. Like Yeah, like deviled eggs or if you want to do um egg salad, whatever. Um so it's tip it's normally like twenty dollars. Um it's they have it's like five percent off right now on Amazon for like eighteen ninety nine. Um it also comes in four, five, six, seven, eight colors. Which one did you get? Um, I have the white one. Yep. Um, we have like the, basic. the, I think it's like a Robin's egg blue or like a yeah, teal color. Yeah. Like a key, aqua. Yeah. That one. Yep. Yeah. Like Tiffany blue almost. Yeah. Um, I have the mini waffle maker by them, but I got the one I got, I got at, it was either Costco or Sam's, one of the clubs. And it has a plate that's removable. And it has a different plate for every holiday. And the kids what? love it. Yeah. Cute. It has, it has like a shamrock. It has a Christmas tree. It has a gingerbread man. It has a heart. It has a snowflake. It has like all these different things. And you can interchange it to make the little mini waffles. And the kids make oh. their own waffles. And we'll try to get do. that. So yeah, Nyla would love it. And the best thing is what I do is I buy a package of cinnamon rolls and I'll buy a package of biscuits because some kids like sweet, some kids like savory. And I'll put the buttermilk biscuit on it and make a, a waffle biscuit. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's so good with sausage gravy, which I've been told for a northerner, I make some damn good sausage gravy <laughs> gravy by southerners. So killing it over here. And then with the cinnamon rolls, I just put the icing on over it. So it's like that a sounds yummy. Delicious. Yummy. Yeah. They yep. do also have um one that makes like two egg bites, like the sous vide. I, I have that one. So um oh, I, yeah. yeah, my friend Kat has it and and um so, anyways, Dash, I love their little products. Love They're the super Dash. Cute. Um, Make a Dash for it. Yeah. <laughs> you so, writing commercials, <laughs> right, Jessica? Advertising. Um, all right. So next week, um, we are going to talk about we're we're calling the real self care, yeah. which is expressing yourself and speaking up. Yeah. Sarah, um, this is this is so good for you. I know. I'm, I'm, this is a lesson that I'm constantly learning. Um, I think, Susie, this is something you really struggle with as well, right? Like, really- I think in the, in the past, yeah, for sure. I think I'm definitely coming to place. I, I keep being presented with the opportunity to power to through learn, to, to learn this. To practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I do find, however, there are some people that could use a little less of this. And it's just <laughs> like it becomes it's rude. Yeah. It's like express yourself, but like respectfully. But you're being rude. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And maybe that's just a me issue, but like I've been in situations where like I'm with someone and they're like, no, I want it this way. I want it this way. And all I can think of is that scene from waiting with the woman who like pushes the steak and she's like, this oh, is not and then they like God. take it back and they're like, that's what I'm just like. <laughs> it's like it, there's Ugh. there's there's asking for what you want and being like this isn't exactly how I wanted it could you like fix this and then there's like too snarky just shut up and eat it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) well we can definitely we'll definitely get into that next week for sure yeah yeah so there's a lot of examples Mm -hmm. so anyways all right ladies well it was as always it was lovely speaking with you lovely lovely and I hope everyone has a fantastic Tuesday when they're listening to this episode that's right thanks for listening guys we appreciate it Love y'all.
Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Ciao. What's My Age Again is hosted by Sarah Doucette, Jessica Giacola, and Susie DeLoon. Editing by Tom Doucette. Our theme song is Lay Down by the Paul Houston Project. To reach out to us, learn more about us, listen to our episodes, and find links to the products we crush on, visit our website at www.whatsmyageagainpod.com. What's My Age Again is now part of an Amazon affiliate program and may earn commissions off of purchase items from the links on our blog. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts and tune in every Tuesday to join in on the conversation.